Welcome to another Greatest Hits, The Guests podcast on Manx Radio with me, Mark Tiley. Now, there's a movie going round at the moment about Asprey Park, birthplace of Bruce Springsteen, Southside Johnny, Gary U.S. Bonds and many more. It's called Asprey Park, Riot, Redemption, Rock and Roll and well worth seeing. Being shown in selected cinemas and also right here on the Isle of Man. And as I mentioned, Southside Johnny features hugely in it. And last year, I managed to catch up with him at a concert they were giving in Germany. And I thought it'd be a good time to let you hear a bit more about Southside Johnny and the Asprey Dukes. So we'll start it off with a great track, Better Days.
Better Days. Southside Johnny and the Asprey Dukes, the title track from that album, produced and arranged by little Stephen, Stephen Van Zant, And a lot of help from Bruce Springsteen on that as well. So, when did I first see this band? I can tell you, 1976. I know, it's ridiculous. And when I met up with John last week, I wanted to find out, was that the first time they came over to Europe? Yeah, we came over and we did, I forget how many dates, uh, could have been as many as 19 with Graham and the rumor. We shared a bus, a tour bus, and we played poker. We got along great, and it was a terrific tour. It was, uh, it was my first time in, in England, uh, and we had, uh, it was just a great introduction. We got to see a lot of cities that people don't usually see, and uh, I had a lot of fun. I still have fond memories of that. You know, because that, that was the first time I saw you, and it was, it was a special guest situation, because when, when, when the Americans come to uh, these shores for the first time, you welcome them with open arms, and you, and you sort of made the effort to love us. Well, I, th- I was just glad to get out of uh, uh, New Jersey. <laughs> so to me, I always wanted to travel, and, and coming to England was kind of a dream come true. Uh, and we loved the, the rumor, love Graham. So it was night after night, we would jam with them, they would jam with us. And it was just like the old days when we were starting out. Everybody knew everybody, and everybody played in everybody's bands and, and joined them on stage. So it was pretty easy for us, and we were a lot younger, too. Well, let's talk a little bit about getting old, uh, older, because your energy levels are right up there still. And I'm looking back over the, the years and the albums and the different phases of the band. Are there patches that you think that was up there, that was like a nine or a ten, and that one? Do you have a sort of a, a wave effect through that career? Yeah, I mean, there are down, I wouldn't say years, but there are periods when you're tired or you're disillusioned, uninspired, but mostly... You know, once the music starts, it's good. It's okay, you know. This is the best band I've ever had. And, and I, it's not even objective on my part. It's, I mean, it's subjective on my part. It's very objective. I know that from what other people have said, too. So this is very an up moment, you know. And it's a lot of fun for us. But there have been years when it's been a drag. And, and of course, when you travel, as we used to do, 250 shows a year, there is going to be a time when you become fatigued and it's not going to be as fun. But still, once you get on stage and there's an enthusiastic audience, I mean, you're ready to go. It's just the, it's the old fire dog effect. Once the bell rings, the dog starts charging out the door, even though he's retired.
as well as going around the world on tour with the Asprey Dukes and taking them into the studio. John's also got a couple of side projects on the go. A band called The Poor Fools. A lot of the usual suspects are in there. And also, he's just done a tribute album to the great Billie Holiday. Yeah, that's John Isley, my sax player, and he did the arrangement, and it was kind of his concept. Uh, I always wanted to do Billie Holiday. I grew up listening to her, and I love that stuff. But it is a daunting thing to cover somebody that iconic. I guess when you get enough age in you, you start to realize that your age carries you through that. You know, If you try to do it at 25, people look at you weirdly. But at my age, I can do just about anything I want. And if they don't like it, I don't really care. Well, that's a very honest thing to do. What about the Poor Fools? Because that's another project that's running along the side. Yeah, that was, a, that was just a moment when I had a lot of songs that didn't fit the Jukes, uh, quite like my solo album many years ago. And uh, I wanted to do a more acoustic-based thing, and I had Jeff and John and, and Neil played uh, all these different instruments. And so the guys from the Jukes fit right in, and, and uh, everybody wanted to play drums, so we got a drum kit, and everybody got a chance to play drums, whether they could or not. And, uh, you know, it was, it was just to do material that we hadn't done before. Some folk, some country, uh, all sorts of different things, bluegrass. And it, it was more for therapy for me than anything else. I didn't have to worry about being the star because everybody sang a song or two. Um, I didn't have to worry about jumping up and down like a maniac because it was more acoustic. And, and we played a lot of smaller venues that were very intimate, and it was very good for me. It reminded me that just singing is also fun. I don't have to tear the roof down all the time. Is that something you might return to, that, that, that band? I have plans to. Whether it gets done or not, I don't know. You know, I'm lazy, so we'll see. <laughs> Your love fade away You're better off without me Although I know it's a high price to pay I'm not asking for forgiveness My neck is as stiff as my unbended knee I'm impossible to live with But I'm tired of making apologies And soon my love can awaken that mockingbird kept me up all night long Soon another road will be taken Oh, soon I will be gone But for now, sleep on till tomorrow And let me talk it out on my own You never hear me will be gone from the poor fools. 
But let's get back to the blues. Let's get back to the Asprey Dukes. Where does this love of the blues, rhythm and blues, come from with John? Well, I think that you you grow up listening to blues and not understanding it. You just like the sound of it. You know, Elmore James and all that kind of stuff. When I was listening to that when I was 8, 9, 10 years old, and I had no clue what he was talking about. Or, you know, my baby left me, or I've been working so hard. I didn't know what that meant. And now, from my perspective now, I do. But I think it's the just the energy and the, the depth of emotion of blues that really captures you when you're young. And then you start to, unfortunately, understand it. You, know? you get beat around the head and shoulders enough, you start to realize what you're actually singing. It's a, a genre that's still attracting plenty of young people. I mean, I see, see new guys coming up all the time who are still into it, and they're still listening to what I got fired up with, early Hendrix, Cream and stuff, as well as the original blues guys. It's not going away. No, I think that and soul music and, and honest country, that kind of stuff is, is very organic music, and it's a music that resonates to people from all walks of life. So when you're young and you hear... Bill Monroe or, you know, Little Walter or whomever, you know, uh, uh, Waylon Jennings, there's a certain something in there that's so honest and so open that it's going to appeal to certain people and really make an impression. And pop music has the great audience, millions and millions of people and millions and billions of dollars. That's music for people who like the excitement of music and not the depth of it, if you know what I mean. And I'm not knocking pop music. Uh, I'm just saying that it's when something really catches your ear, that usually is something that is openly emotional and honest and true and not manufactured. I want to talk to you a little bit about New Jersey because, you know, it's a rich vein of talent that keeps on giving. And there's something in the water down there. What's going on down there? Uh, we were not scrutinized as heavily as New York and L.A. and San Francisco and, and like that. You could learn how to play your instrument. You could learn who you were and what you wanted to do. And it was very blue-collar, so you had to work hard. If you wanted to get paid on stage, you couldn't just drift through a set. And I think there was a chip on our shoulder because New, York, New Jersey was considered a lower-class state. And uh, it made us much more demanding of ourselves and demanding of our audience. You called Spinning from the Soul Time album, Southside Johnny and the Asprey Dukes from 2015. But it was quite a different direction for the band to take. It was a little later soul that I, I, I was used to doing, a little 70s soul, Bobby Womack and that kind of thing. And I don't know, it just came out of 
listening to hearing that kind of music and realizing that that's what people really enjoyed. It had become after uh, all of the downturn economically and things were looking better for a while. And uh, it just came out of that, that there's a time for pure enjoyment and dance and, and sing along and not anger, which Pills and Ammo was, the album before that was based on anger about people losing their jobs and houses and things like that. So it was a much more joyful album. Do you get political? I mean, do you look at America and think, oh, that's all great then? No, I usually deal on what the audience is going through. I mean, I see what they go through and I react to that. My audience, which I consider working class people, normal people, and if they're being badly affected, I'm angry. If they're having a good time, I'm happy. And that's usually what the music comes out of. It's not necessarily my own, although there have been a lot of songs I've written about my own personal emotional demons, but mostly I'm just writing to give something to the audience that they will either enjoy or get them through a tough time. Fair enough, fair enough. I want to just think about people you haven't worked with. Is there anybody out there right now who you think, I'd like to do something with them? Well, Bonnie Raitt, I've always wanted to sing a duet with her, Ry Cooter, all those kind of guys. Um, I'd like to work with Stephen again, uh, but it just I, I'm afraid one of us wouldn't live through it. <laughs> <laughs> Why is that? Well, we, we tend to be... Uh, adversarial in the studio occasionally. Although lately we've been, we've been getting along great. I love the guy, he's brilliant. And I, he's made some of my best music with me and for me. So, but uh, you know, we're a bunch of old uh, studio and road dogs now, so. I need to get you back on the set of The Sopranos and fight it out there. Uh, that's all over now. <laughs> that's all in the past. Let's just look ahead. Where's next for you, my man? What's happening? Well, we're going to finish out this year and I'm going to reassess what's going on. I hope to make another Jukes album, maybe another Poor Fools album, in, and other projects down the road. But right now we have a pretty chock full August, some things in September, and then we get into the, you know, October, November. and. It's just the road, and once you get on the road, it's, it's hard to think past the next day. In the studio, Southside Johnny and the Asbury Dukes are great, but on stage, on tour, they are outstanding. And don't just take my word for it. This is what the fans had to say. Well, I thought it was a classic for the ages. Like every Duke show, it's completely different from the last one, and it'll be completely different from the next one. Waiting to see the best bar band in the world. Okay, you truly believe that? I truly believe that. This guy has got more soul in his toenail clippings than most people have got in the whole body. I think you can come and see them two nights in a row. We saw them at the Paradiso last night. They'll have a different show. It'll still be amazing, and I'm really looking forward to it. I love them. Every time, every night is different. Yeah. They're just amazing.
Souls on Fire, Southside Johnny and the Asbury Dukes. And don't forget that movie that's doing the rounds, Asbury Park, Riot, Redemption, Rock and Roll, uh, the birthplace of Bruce Springsteen, Southside Johnny and so many more. Well worth seeing. I'm Mark Tiley and thank you for joining us on another Greatest Hits, The Guests. <laughs>